I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. We got a good pay-per-view this week. It's good. It's actually good. Well, the pay-per-view portion is good. The prelims, they're okay. But, decent card. Brad, how you doing? I'm I'm good. Um, yeah, there's a card that I'm not dreading uh, watching, which is, that that's good. That's an improvement over recent cards. Uh, honestly, I preferred the week off to the last card. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it feels nice to, to have some good fights. And yeah, I think the weather's nice. I'm rocking my Saved by the Bell tank top. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Actually, while you were talking, I was thinking, my, I literally was thinking, and I looked it up. I go, oh, there was no card last week, so no recaps. <laughs> and then I looked it up. I go, there was a card last week. Yeah, That's good right. We, we yeah, did we, a recap, yeah. didn't we? Or we just talked about a little bit. No, yeah. when we did the show, we talked about the one that yeah. was like three weeks, weeks. ago before yeah. the gap. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. there was a card, remember? We, that, that's right. It's, it's we easy. lost some money. Yeah. I don't. I got. I, I mean, got, that's I got that's every card and, lately. Yeah, we got hammered uh, Zoom, so it was it was a blur. Was I didn't. Nope. I was I was down big on the card, and then I came back and I hit I hit Ponzi scheme and I hit uh, Rosenstrew. I the uh, Rosenstrew KO. I got like plus one fifty or something like that. It was a weird line, so that helped me out. It's not bad. Live yeah, betting I, saved my ass once again. I got I, I I went fucking full fucking the two goats again and got my ass handed to me. I'm, I, gonna, uh, start, I'm gonna start talking buying. about Marley's. Um, who was it? Uh, Mike Grundy's regional opponent, Marley Swindles. Marley Swindles, like <laughs> if that's not like Marley's amateur MMA fighting name, I just <laughs> oh, what are we doing? You know, <laughs> Marley <laughs> Swindles. Did, did the main card of PFL start yet? Uh, no, no they're on the. 10. Uh, yeah, they're on the the shoot the shot fight. That's like uh, the last one of the prelim. I had it on my TV. I guess I got to put Looking it. Looking hit my- dogs already. Like I told you, man. Ohm is down there. He's training with those fucking PFL Brazilians, dog. That man is oh, on so many mountain jams. Yams, baby. <laughs> yeah, I had a. Uh, I lost that one. I hit. I hit Wade. Yeah, Wade. I had Wade too as a dog, man. He was losing and. Holy yeah. shit. That was a good knockout. That was a real good knockout. I do enjoy that a lot of shitty, boring Russians lose in PFL. That's yep. uh, that's definitely but, a positive. But the thing, like, the bad part is, is, like, PFL's got some Russians that are, like, fun, and they get in fun fights and get finished, too. So they, like, they lose their... <laughs> I mean, I'm lose, okay with that as well. <laughs> they lose their boring and their fun Russians. Over well, the, I guess my, my one problem with PFL this season is... I don't like that there's only four people moving on. I don't think that's enough. And I don't like – I think they should fight more than twice. I feel yeah, like that's my problem. Yeah. Like, you, you Especially 
Like, yeah, especially when the PFL absolutely rigs the matchmaking in yeah. the second fight because they didn't like that Fabricio Verdum and Pettis lost and yep. stuff like that. Yeah, like, and Pettis, then they both Pettis had to get, pull out. Pettis gets yeah. sick and has to pull out, so he gets more time off, gets a weaker opponent, you know. Uh, yeah, they Lance, do pull too. Uh, they, I don't, I don't know about more than four moving on per se, but two fights is done. Like you might as well do single elimination if you're just going to do yeah. two fights and a dude can get like one first round finish and he's locked in. Like he, yep. no matter what else you do, he's locked in. I, I don't like, like well, them losing Ohm is bad. Like, well, I mean, and held, I know held looked like yeah. shit tonight, but like yeah. held and OAM are not going to the next round, which is, <laughs> It's two of their best guys in the division, regardless. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ohm yep. looked fucking. Looked I've good. never, I've never seen him have punching power like that. Chalk it up to the games or whatever. I've never seen that dude hit like that. He, yeah, he, he really takes, good. He takes two years off, and it's the best he's. It's the best he's looked. <laughs> I've never seen him land a punch before. He had that to, was yeah, the first. He had to leave. Uh, he had to actually leave Canada and get some real training. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> smart. <laughs> They wouldn't let his ass back. Like the best thing that ever happened to him was the pandemic. Like you can leave, but you can't come back. Well, I guess that's that's probably better for my career. The juice is good. The juice is good. (laughs) All right. Well, let's uh let's look at last week's card. Um, there was a couple moments I would say that were that were okay. Um, the the Ponzi fight. There was some good moments, but overall, yeah, really really lackluster. We'll start in the lightweight division as we had Claudio. Puelis defeating Jordan uh, Levitt, uh, Minos decision. Boring fight. I saw people on Twitter that were like, I love grappling like this, and this is high-level shit. I was like, I love grappling. I was a grappler. <laughs> Boo! Like, that, <laughs> you know that, it's bad when. That, <laughs> like, I, I enjoy grappling more than striking, and I'm probably in the minority, I would say, in, in MMA fans, but I enjoy a really good – wrestling, jiu-jitsu, back and forth, that kind of style. That was so bad. There was nothing going on. Levitt gassed in like four minutes, so probably take note of that, that he's a grappler that can't grapple for more than five minutes. Really not a good not a you good see, combo there. You see the physique? You, you see yeah. the physique on that man? We should have known. You know, we well, should have known. Well, maybe I you, mean, think, you think the physique and you think, well, he doesn't have a lot of – He's not going to burn energy, No muscles. <laughs> We oh. knew that he wasn't that guy. We just didn't think that this random this? Chilean dude, that, that dude Pulas, like, was the guy to beat him. He yeah. first cousins with Tony Putney, bro. Like straight up. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> he's Putney. What do I get? He's Putney. Uh, you know, bad. Uh, so yeah, that fight happened. I think Levitt is just not good. I think he's also. Despite the lack of like muscle definition and being able to find a gym in his hometown, he's not a 155er either. I, I think that was pretty clear in this fight. He needs to go down. He's got he's got some weight to cut. He could get down to 145. Alex skipping a Big Mac or two. Uh, next up, <laughs> needing a Big Mac or two, featherweight division. Sean Woodson <laughs> defeated Yusef Salal. Um, <laughs> this guy, uh, he's not good for one, and like my. Poor eyes when I have to watch. Like, it's disturbing, Watson. I can't think of a more disturbing George Roop. I think Woodson looks worse than George Roop. Um, Zawal, I don't think anyone thought Zawal was the goods, like a lot of people did after he won a few fights. But I thought he would win this fight. But Same. Woodson won. It was close. It was very close. Yeah. yeah remember, was, when, uh, remember when James Irvin cut down to 185? 
Oh God, Skeletor <laughs> didn't look as bad as Woodson. Yeah, exactly. He still yeah. didn't look that bad. <laughs> Woodson looks like otherworldly. Yeah. I don't mean that in a good way. No. But he cuts down like he looks no. alien. Like it's it's not. I thought that fight was close, man. I'm I'm of course biased. Um, Woodson I, won. I gave it to Woodson. Woodson he, won. I think. He probably man. He, I wasn't going to argue either way. I would take plus one sixty or whatever I got every single time. I, I, every time in that fight, it was it was close enough. Um, but neither one of these guys are good. Like, come on, Woodson no. sucks. Fade, fade them both going forward. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Woodson sucks. Uh, women's flyweight division. Manion Florat defeated Tabitha Ricci by knockout and. Typical women's MMA, right? Some random chick comes in. She wins by knockout a couple of times. And they're like, that's a contender. Like, this this is this is goat shit. Like, this person. Brad to tell you why not. Like, Brad to tell you why not, though. She's got two finishes, but how, Brad? Two standing TKOs in a row. <laughs> Can't Big even power. finish them. Beating the finish. shit out of, like, little atom weights at 125 pounds and yep. can't even put them down. It's yep. Well, but also she'll be minus a thousand in her next fight or some shit. Yeah, she already has her next fight. Does she? This Mannion, she's fighting Myra Buena Silva. Oh, that's the uh, that's the chick that trains with Dubron. Oh, oh, the, oh yeah. we're gonna get a big price too, ain't we? Oh, probably yeah, winner. Um, we might already be having our our shit sprouting here. So what, what, what would you guys say when we call someone a prospect, right? I think there's two ways to look at prospects, which is number of fights. But to me, age is the most important thing when I say prospect. If you are north of 30, you are not a prospect. You are north of 30. You're, you're towards the tail okay. end of your career. Let's <laughs> dial it back Carwin. because – exactly. Shane Carwin. No, no, thirty-six-year-old yeah. Shane Carwin yeah. will always be a prospect, man. He- heavy, yeah. heavy, heavyweight's a little different. But I, yeah, they're not athletes. You know, you you could say you maybe could say prospect at around thirty or so because you could have. But just just hear me out. You could have another eight or nine years on your career. But why I think you can't be called a prospect past thirty is because it's usually going to take you three or four years to build yourself up to even start getting top level fights to where you can move into getting a title shot or something. So by the time you're getting up there, you're already 34, 35 years old. Yeah. You can't be a prospect. I mean, in MMA, like prospect to me is pre prime age. Right. And that's why I think you have to have a two (laughs) to start your age to be that. Cause (laughs) prime age in MMA is not 35. You know, it's, it's not, it's just not 35. That's the end of your career. And I know, Damage is a big thing and fight years and stuff like that. But this is a 31-year-old 30, French chick. I'm not calling her a prospect. She's 31. She's no. old as shit. We've already talked about her for way too long. <laughs> yeah, like, yep. yeah. Yep. We have. We have. <laughs> All right, Alan Patrick, uh, Mason Jones. Mason Jones looks fucking incredible. Um, I know he's facing a nobody, but I, I think Mason Jones is, is actually going to be a pretty good guy. And, man, the, the, so obvious, right, on the quit job here. And <laughs> yeah, I understand he got poked, but he didn't even attempt to think about recovering. And the doctor <laughs> called it off so quickly, which usually if a guy gets poked, they're like, yeah, yeah, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. This guy, they're like, doc, he was like, I see. Oh, like, yeah, because yeah, he was like, can't see. I can't see, and it was over. <laughs> it was yeah. it was obvious. It's like I understand they have to call that a no contest, but 
Yeah, I don't want to see Alan Patrick again. Like, I don't want to. If you're going to quit like that, I don't think you should get another fight. Where was that quit when he fought Bobby Green? Bobby like, Green just <laughs> hit hard enough to you hurt know, someone. I, I will. I will say I, I do like what I saw from, from Mason Jones a lot of it, but yeah. man, look. Patrick had him knotted up, bro. He had a hematoma coming out of his head. He was getting hit yeah. so much by Alan fucking Patrick. Like, we got to slow down a little bit. I, I do like what I saw, man. Like, his grappling for a fucking Welshman. Like, yep. we've seen a couple Welshmen that's got some decent grappling in the UFC. His is his is pretty decent, but he did get hit quite a fucking bit by. And it, that might just be his style, man, because he's fucking super aggressive. He he's goes in. Ball. He, oh, he's, he's fun. I, he's fun, man. He, he he needs to tighten up a bit, but it seems like these Welsh guys got some fucking chins on him. So I think yeah. they're just cool with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, gr- yeah, yep. grinders, wrestlers, yep. man. The, there's yep. been a couple good Welshmen come around lately. Yep. I think they're so, used to Irish people throwing potatoes at them or something. Yeah. Hey, there fair. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like this kid. Alan Patrick saying, let's rematch and make this fair. It's like, oh, I don't God. like. No, we saw him get his ass better. Boy. Yeah, we saw him get his ass whooped. Come on. Can yeah. they can they cut him off a of no contest? That'd be yeah. cool. I think so. They can cut anybody uh, off of anything. Off they cut Tom I mean, Brees I mean, they... off of not showing up. So yeah, yeah, having a panic attack. He's gone. It's like yeah. the third one though. It's like I would if it's one time. It's like the third time Tom Brees has not made the walk like right before. And like I understand it's like everyone's like, Oh, the UFC mental health and blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm I get it. But at the same time, <laughs> this is the third time that happened. Is helping oh, his mental health actually is it helping his mental health not letting him in the UFC? It's, Think of it's giving him more brain oh, damage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like this. our our boy Steve was saying that night that like he there's he's well known like where he's from back in that part of England and shit stuff. He this shit's too much for him. Man. He needs to yeah, train. Be a he, coach. He, he could open it. Coaching. Yeah, he can open a gym over there and have a nice following, customer base, and shit, and make money. Yeah. He needs to. He needs yep. to think about calling. And it's. On the flip side of it too, it's it's really unfair for your opponent. Like it's yeah. so unfair. Imagine going through you go you go through like a nine week camp or ten week camp or whatever, you make weight, you show up, you're about to make the walk and the guy doesn't the guy doesn't feel like fighting. Like could you imagine that happening in any other sport ever? Oh no, he, uh, he Brady's wouldn't. just not in the mood to play today, so he's gonna he's gonna You're gonna you're gonna back. get you're gonna get cut. If that yeah. shit happens it like your your teammates are gonna turn on you. Immediately, like, yeah, that's not happening in other sports. Yeah. Can't Is that eight points in the PFL? What just happened? I was yes. <laughs> Who won? Our, uh, no, I meant if somebody doesn't show up. Is that eight points yeah. in the our, PFL? Yes. Our, boy, our boy Wyatt's got it with PFL, though. Clay, Clay Collard about to show the roll his way to a million. <laughs> I couldn't even think <laughs> that. He might, he might lose today. Yep. I, that would be very – very it's, that would be it's a hilarious if he loses like, and Pettis wins MMA a decision play. and neither yeah. of them makes the playoffs. That'd be good. That that's one of my favorite bets I've hit all year. I, I don't care. That's Collard, the, yeah. Collard against Pettis was one of my favorite bets <laughs> I've hit all year. Yep. yep. All right. Uh featherweight division, Kumwella Kirk defeated Makwan Americani. Uh, yeah, decision. I, I was shocked by this one. I, I thought Americani was gonna was gonna win this one. I thought his wrestling was a little bit better, and he was in the best shape I've ever seen him in. He looked like he added like ten pounds of muscle in his last fight, and he just he didn't have it. Um, I, I thought it was closer than the scores read. Like at, when it went to decision, like I heard a thirty twenty seven. I was kind of surprised. Oh, that uh, was bad. That's bad. That was bad. That was a bad score. 
It was it was close. I I, I thought that could have went either way. I mean, it wasn't a complete. Blowout. No, I mean, just the thirty twenty seven was a bad score. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think he definitely got the first or something like that. Yeah, well, Didn't it, pretty even, much I everyone think, score it for Amir Khani? I think the third was the third wasn't like a blowout either. Like they both had their moments. Americani just did some stupid shit to end and bottom uh, towards the end of that round. But yeah, I mean that's an impressive debut. I mean Americani is he's not the greatest, but he is a solid gatekeeper. He looked kind of beat him at looked, his own game. He looked lifeless, man. Even when he had dominant positions and a lot of times in that fight, like he's usually going for shit on the mat. He yeah. was just laying on the guy. Like it was I, it didn't look like him. Like he looked in the best physical shape he's ever been in. His yeah. game looked as bad as it ever has. I've never seen him look that uh, almost boring. Like he just didn't want to do anything. Well, his wrestling media, media scores was thirteen to one for Amir Khani. Yeah, I thought he still probably won the fight. Yeah, I thought he did. Crazy. It was I, I thought I, I gave him first and third if I remember. Yeah. Yep. Same. Damn it, that cost yep. me a bet. Yeah. Blame. Yeah. Um, That's what you get right. for throwing a bunch of parlays at the wall. Yeah, parlays. Well, I had him. I think I had Americani with Salikov. <laughs> I mean, another That's bad decision. Get. That's what you get for fucking betting against Grandpa. All right, welterweight yep. division: Muslim Salikov defeated Francisco Trinaldo thirty twenty seven across the board. Is this the, is this it? Is this the end of Grandpa? Did we see no. another one? I don't know. He didn't he's so bad. Good. He's gonna pop, he's yeah. gonna pop up in PFL and look like a million bucks. Man, yeah. he was putting it on Salikov in certain spots. Of that that wasn't like, that like great. He yeah. didn't look horrible for a fucking no. fifty year old. He didn't look bad at all, man. <laughs> well, he was going up and weight, but like I, I didn't mean does he retire? But like these Brazilian guys, they they lose a couple fights in UFC and they go to PFL and they just absolutely murder get back, someone. Get back on the game, James, baby. Like, like when's Mutant fighting again? Like that dude just turned into Superman. Hell, he'll, <laughs> hell man, shoe face. Literally look like bodybuilders out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like Grandpa's going back up two weight classes when he moves over <laughs> to PFL. Yeah. Straight yeah. up. That's, that's what Mutant did. <laughs> Yep. He's up at 205 now. Just and looks like living, absolute living his best life. Yep. A healthy I, I, life. I, I do wish they would give Salikov kind of like a, a big fight next because he's old as shit and he just keeps winning. Yeah. And it's like we can't keep yeah. he can't keep having those kind of ma- he needs to fight someone ranked and to see what happens. He, he's I don't think he's great though, man. I just no, but I he's don't also just kind of beating everybody he needs. Yeah, to. he's and he's 36, so, like, if you're not going to give him a top 15 guy now, like, what are you doing with him? Like, he's they're putting guys in front of him. He's beating them. He's not beating bad guys. He's beating, like, borderline top 15 guys. So I think it's time to give him someone someone good and just see what he's got. Yep, agree. Yep. Um, heavyweight, I thought this was <laughs> a poor – I know you guys – I believe you guys bet on uh, oh, yeah. Latifi, but – I thought this was an extremely poor decision. It's pretty bad. Extremely poor decision. I I, I won. Uh, this is like the only bet I won on Saturday. This was one of my Latifi my decision, and I definitely should not have won that. Yeah, yeah. If, if you look, um, I I don't know. I think the announcers, maybe the announcers were confusing people, and everyone. That's why maybe they heard. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone kept saying Latifi. Uh, I, I thought Bozer definitely won that first round, and everyone else gave. I thought some people 
giving it to Latifi. Latifi didn't do much when he had the ground. I thought Bozer was piecing him up pretty good. I, I don't know. I thought that was a bad decision. Maybe I'm wrong. That's fair. It's completely yeah, I, fair. I had Latifi and Latifi by decision, and I I thought it was dead money going to the to the cards. Yeah. Um, and that that's it for me and Latifi. Like this guy yeah. just I've bet on Latifi a lot. He's so much better. Well, not so much better, but a, a way better fighter. And in in his size down at two hundred five, like at, at heavyweight, this dude's just way too small. He, I mean, he the, just the third round though. I thought that was impressive. Yeah, like, like I, yeah. I, I will say, bad decision or not, right? Like he did go out there and get it. Like he dominated. Yeah. He didn't do much because heavyweight Latifi wrestling. Uh, but I mean, he dominated that third round. I I just. The first round, just because Latifi got a takedown, was on top for a little bit. I, he took it. He kind of he ate a lot of shots in that first round. I, I don't. I thought we were done with the scoring a guy on top for a couple minutes versus a guy, you know, working you on the feet for a couple minutes. But it, it's kind of swayed that way for a bit. This is kind of the first one in a while yeah. where kind of especially the second half. It would be different if it was yeah. reversed, right? It was. Mm-hmm. Bozer got up, and then I thought dominated the round to get the round. Sometimes you see it reverse. It's like guys beating him up on the feet and then gets a takedown. He's on top for two minutes to end the round. You see those more often scored. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Did it didn't he, like, seem like dominate the round, though? Like, it's not like he landed uh, massive I don't think shots he dominated, on him. I don't think he like dominated that. the round. I thought he had he landed way, way, way more strikes. I thought he landed more damage. I thought he looked better. I thought Latifi did nothing with his takedown. I thought Fair they point. both did a lot of nothing with a lot of nothing because Bozer has no power and Latifi does nothing when he gets takedowns. So I didn't care about this decision one way or another. Heavyweight MMA mostly just really, really suck. So good. So yeah. good. All I all I know is is Reem is going back to kickboxing. So thank the fight guys that we get to see <laughs> Reem and his natural element before he before we leave this, yeah, I don't get want Uber him again. Oh yeah, we're gonna get yeah, gonna say, up by his natural him. element. You mean horse meat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 All right, uh, women's flyweight division: Montana De La Rosa defeated Ryan Lipsky. Um, sure, she looked good. Whatever, who cares? That's Next, the correct take. All right, uh, middleweight Gregory Rodriguez defeated uh, Dusky Toads. Come on, Dominus. That was come on, Dusky Toads, was, baby. Dusky Toads, yeah. so bad. I got, I got it, baby. I don't know. I, I don't just, know if I don't know if I was floored by Rodriguez's performance or appalled by my misread on how bad Dusky Toads is. It's probably somewhere in the middle. But Rodriguez mm-hmm. looked fucking great on the feet. He was just lighting him up. Yeah, Toads. he's not even a stand-up guy. Yeah, Toads just yeah. sucks, man. He just ain't good. That it's, it's more high times, Daddy. That's more high times. That's a chin and a half. I told Brad if he came out if he came out wearing the polka dots, man, he might have had a shot. <laughs> he needs some sweet sapphire in his corner. That's what he needs. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an impressive performance. I was extremely impressed by Rodriguez. He looked Hobo good. Cop. Yeah, I mean, and Hobo and cop. coming off, yeah, Hobo cop. <laughs> that's one of Brad's good ones. Yeah. And and he he was coming off like a fight like three or four weeks before that, yeah. where he uh, blitzed a guy and LFA or one of them. So. Yep. Yeah, who, who knows? The guy, he, he looks jacked. We'll see. He still did get knocked out by the insulin kid, and I'm not going to be able to forget that. That's why I bet against him, but yeah. here we yeah. are. All right, yep. um, welterweight division, Santiago Panzanibio. Somehow this was the fourth from the top, but defeated uh, Miguel Baeza. 
Um, amazing fight. Uh, everyone was after the first round talking about how washed up Ponzi was and he was done and blah, blah, blah. And then just laughed at his leg kicks like, oh, his leg is compromised. He can't even move. If you're tough and you're not going to lose, if you don't want to lose by leg kicks, you're not going to lose by leg kicks. That's my opinion. Unless you get some kind of nerve thing, if you're a tough fucking guy, leg kicks aren't going to stop you. Baeza's lame ass, who I used to love Baeza, hate him now. His <laughs> entire game plan was kick him in the calf. That was his whole game. He had nothing else, but and that didn't work. He was done. You had you had to like him again, though, after that third round, though, right? No, that like, come, no, dude, that third round, they literally stood in the middle of the cage and fucking threw haze at each but other for like three and a half fight. minutes. He literally didn't even contemplate punching him in the face. That wasn't in the game plan. He's like, I'm going to kick this guy in the calf a bunch. It, it was he's working. He's done that in a couple fights, Lance. <laughs> I feel like he did it way more this fight. Maybe it's because the skill of Ponzinibbio is a step up, but I just can't do this calf kick and shit. It's, it's annoying. But I really believe if you are a tough guy, as long as you don't get that weird nerve shit we've seen a few times with Chandler uh, back in the day and a couple, if you are tough, a leg kick is not going to do shit to you. You will fight through right. it and you get used to the pain. Well, are you lot. tough, Lance? That, no, I'm that, not tough. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to clarify. No, I'll, no one's uh, kicking me in the leg. I'd bite him. Take one of those and be like, "Nope, I'm good." I give it to Ponzi, man. Well, I think what I was most surprised about is in that first round, he took some shit, man. Like you can say all the leg kicks, but Baeza landed yeah. some shots on him in the first. And yeah. man, Ponzi ate everything. If if I'm, it's one of those. If I knew Ponzi's chin and tank was gonna hold up like that going in, absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't think that fight was close, but. That third round, that whole fight, but that third round specifically, right. my God, that's one of the rounds of the year. That was absolutely incredible. I badly needed that. It was w. like the old Ponzi said, hello, <laughs> boys. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, touch my eyes, <laughs> middleweight division, Roman Dolades versus Loriano Staropoli. Uh, the unanimous decision. Yeah. This, I, this fight sucked. One extreme this to the next. Sucked. This was wow. so, like, hey, why – we knew this fight was going to suck. Why was it this far up on the card? Right after a banger. Um, this fight sucked. I don't mean to talk about it. Dolodai sucks. Staropoli sucks. They were both whining after the fight. I, I got nothing for this. I, I yep. hit I hit fucking uh, Latifi, Bismuk, and Rosenstruck. That's the only three bets I hit on the card. That's that's how bad I was. Not great, but it's okay. No. We'll have a big card this week. Uh, oh, yeah. Main event, heavyweight division. Martin Tabora knocked out Maltaris first round. Uh, man, I I had some I had like I had some free plays just hanging around like BetMGM and all these gave these twenty four hour free plays and I had like three or four of them and I put them all on Walt Harris knockout round one plus six hundred. Oh, it was your fault. I mean, <laughs> it, so it wasn't a bad yeah. choice. No, well, I playing Walt Harris <laughs> playing Walt <laughs> Harris round ones like playing him straight. He had that yeah, he yeah, had that man doing the chicken legs all yeah, over the fucking yeah. cage, dude. It, like that was that a good bet. Good. That, was, that was a smart kick he threw to get taken down. That was yeah. The oh. the Sean's losing his mind. <laughs> like we're zooming and Sean is losing his fucking mind when he does it. Yeah, man. It was if you want to look up Walt Harris fight and any kind of MMA book, that's it. It's that's he it. does that's it. That's a Walt Harris. That's fight. the fight. That's that's the fight. All right, and then we had a, down. Oh, it's time to quit. <laughs> usually, hey, Walt, usually Walt it takes did, longer than that to quit. So that was Walt like made, a Walt Harris fight. Like, he did good. Fast forward. He yeah. made a great business decision this time. Usually, they're they're sketchy business decisions. This time, it was like cash me in, cash me in. <laughs> that's enough. All right, 
And then we moved to the uh, the heavyweight division. Uh, Darino Rosenstruck uh, knocked out uh, Augusta Sakai first round. I didn't understand this line, uh, the straight line or the knockout. The, it was like minus 120 straight. Knockout was plus 150 where, come on. Um, but Sakai's a fat piece of shit. He's always been a fat piece of shit. He's gotten some good matchup. Rosenstruck has fought some really, really, really top-end guys. And they set him up in a main event because he's a – He's a recognizable guy with big power, and I, I, I didn't see a lot of people on Rosenstruck, and I was surprised by that. He just doesn't throw. But when he throws, he's that piece of garbage. Well, who knew when Rosenstruck actually throws punches, he'll dead guys. Like, yeah. throw punches, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, this should show you. And there was no reason to be scared of Sakai in this fight at all, scared of anything he does, and I think that's why we saw him. With, Sakai was throwing way – usually – People win by you out volume, Rosenstruck. Sakai, what he threw, like a punch that fight? Maybe two? Like he wasn't doing anything. So and man, that was a that was a banger of a knockout. That was that was a big shot. He landed three Sadly. strikes in that fight. Yeah, right right behind like the back of the ear, dude. It's like almost partly. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> All right, let's move on now uh to UFC 263, which is live from Glendale, Arizona. Uh, we are back with a full crowd and a pay-per-view, and we got a great pay-per-view. I, I would say the actual pay-per-view card is – it's an A+. Um, I think all five of those fights are interesting. They have some big names. They have some fun fighters and some fun fights, so should be good. All right, let's uh, start off on the bottom with some shitty fights. Heavyweight division, Carlos Felipe takes on Jake Collier. Brad? Or sorry. This is a great fight. fight. Yeah. Brad wants this one. He let's Let's hear his thoughts. Give it to him. I mean, we have a top five T-shirt in the pool contender in this one, <laughs> and uh, and Felipe is not far off the list. If uh, if he packs a couple more Brazilian tostadas in there, he uh, he could definitely make an appearance in the rankings. So uh, I think there's going to be a lot of jiggling, a lot of wiggling, and uh, eventually Collier he he actually didn't look terrible. He looked like middleweight Collier with a fat man's body and a fat man's chin in his last performance. So he, he's going to out-volume this, uh, this tubby Brazilian mook. And uh, I've, I've got a little bit of Collier by decision at plus 330. You, Sean? I'm trying not to bet just shitty low-level fights. Um, I'm trying to Col- bet shitty low-level fights. <laughs> I, I think Collier is the side here. Uh, Felipe is just not good. The, the guys he beat is, are terrible. Collier showed up and was all right last time. You know, he he he's. I don't know if he's trying to get out of the division or, or what's going on, but uh, he was looking a little a little little trimmer last time out, uh, and, and he surprised me about uh, against Valanche. Um, so yeah, I'll pick him. I'm trying not to bet it if. If I'm feeling bored on fight day, I might take Collier. Wes? Yeah, I, I hate to agree. And I'm trying to not play <laughs> shitty fights. Um, I've been getting killed lately, and that's where I've been getting killed. But I'm probably going to be right back on the fucking boat with a bottle of whiskey in my hand, betting Jake Collier, because I think Felipe is absolute trash. Um, both Brad and Sean Dreyer, they, uh Collier did look a, in a little better shape. For even Fat Collier uh, last time out, 
And uh, I just think he does more, man. Like, Felipe literally doesn't do shit in fights. I think Collier could win a really shitty decision here. I think that Collier by decision price is, is really, really nice. So that's that's where I'm at as well. I get where you guys are coming from. I understand. But <laughs> I – no way. There's just no way. You, I can't bet. You should pass. You should pass. No. Heavyweight Jay Collier, I, that's not That's not something I'm going to do. So I am going to pass on this fight. I am going to pick uh, Carlos Felipe. I just think he's – I think he's going to be boring. I think he's going to push him in the cage. I think he's stronger, um, and I think he's just going to control where it goes. I think it's going to be a brutal fight. What's the over-under on that? Stronger? It's Have you seen way, that? Man? It's yeah. way over. Oh, yeah. The over two and a half is like minus 270 or something, ain't it? Minus um, 175. Minus yeah. Not great. All right, let's move on. Lightweight division, Faraz Ziham versus Luigi Vandramini. New Sean? Is that a... Um... I, I honestly is this a Italian-Brazilian? <laughs> he what? is the Italian yeah. stallion, allegedly. He's Brazilian, though. The fuck? I don't know who these people are. <laughs> they don't seem real people. I think they're made up. I mean, last week, Sakai was supposed to be Brazilian, and he's Japanese, so... I, I get that. We've seen that before. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I thought... I mean, I bet Malarkey last time against uh, Zium. I... I I thought he won, but of course uh, the judges <laughs> disagreed, which is always fun. Um, I, I don't think either that these guys are very good. I very forgettable. Uh, not a, not a bad fight to miss, I think. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <What? laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think much of, of either either of these dudes. Um, I, I'm not touching anything on this fight. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Italian Brazilian and top master because he's the dog. I he, I think his last win is is better than um, oh boys who who probably lost to Malarkey. Um, uh, Luigi got a nice knockout over a, an okay guy last time out. So I'm gonna pick him here as a dog, but I don't want to follow this fight. Brad, anything? I'm not sure that I've ever seen either of these guys fight. And I'm not I, sure that after this weekend, I will have ever seen either of these guys fight. Or at least remember, these are these are some of the guys where I've, I know I've seen them fight at least two or three times, and I got no recollection of them. Uh, that said, the Brazilian, round one. Which one's it that? It looks like the Brazilian-Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got absolutely... I got absolutely nothing here. This is uh, this can be a pass. But Brazilian Italian, it's not bad. Probably go with that guy. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, like the the first the kind of weak start here. Um, the Frivola fight was that fight canceled or was he supposed to fight somebody else? <coughs> he's fighting somebody else. No, I was uh, saying he's got a couple more fights. There's uh, yeah, he's after the, the next one, the Peterson oh, Hooper okay. one, and then Frivola. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I was just thinking, I was just wondering. It was Camacho who was supposed to fight. Yeah. Yeah, and they got uh, a car yeah. accident. <laughs> he got in a car accident. It should happen. All right. Featherweight division, Chase Hooper versus Steven Peterson. This one's actually somewhat interesting. Somewhat interesting. New Sean? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I've lost a, a decent amount of money on, on Chase Hooper considering how many, how many times he's actually fought in the UFC. 
Uh, I got him at a wicked price against Caceres, and then he got smoked there, and then uh, I threw a, a flyer on the old Peter Barrett, even though he's horrible, and that was looking like a decent winner until, of course, the inevitable happened. Uh, Hooper is... His stand-up is so fucking bad. He has to get this fight to the floor. Uh, could he sub Peterson? I guess so. It's just sketchy. It's a, a stay-away fight. I'll probably pick the, the underdog, which I guess is Hooper right now. Yeah, barely. Ooh. Yeah, barely. Tough. tough. All right. Let's... Yeah, that... <clears throat> Hitting that that Caceres bet over over this move was was absolutely <laughs> fucking golden. Um, man, I, I I just have a feeling that that Peterson is going to be handedly winning this fight until he's not. Like he's so wild, he puts himself in so many bad situations. Uh, we've watched him do it for years on the regional scene. He's done it since he came to the UFC. That's just who who Peterson is. Um, Maybe maybe he gets uh, Hooper out of there with something. I just feel like it's more likely he's landing some shit, goes in and does some dumb shit, gets taken down and gets uh, um I I kind of like this fight not to go to decision, but I don't know if I could bet it. I could see a lot of things happening in this fight. Um, I, I'm going to pick Hooper here. Uh, I, I just feel like, like I said, Peterson's going to be winning this fight until he's not. He's going to get caught with something. So I'm, I'm going to pick Hooper uh, no bet as of right now. Brad? Coming out of the uh, Caceres fight, I actually had a little bit of hope for Hooper because like he, he was clearly outmatched in that one, but he tried extremely hard. Uh, he did all of the things that he was supposed to do. It's just he was in there against a better fighter. Uh, so I was like, yeah, all right, you know, kids, kids got a shot. Uh, and then that Barrett fight was atrocious. He was basically like, I'm just going to do nothing and let myself get beaten up and hope I find a submission. Um, so it, it's very lucky for him that Barrett sucks and he is extremely tough, uh, he being Hooper. And the problem here for him is that Steven Peterson has been submitted um, exactly zero times in his career. And it's not like Hooper has some otherworldly sub game. He's a decent grappler. He's somewhat dangerous. He's not a good enough grappler to sub Peterson. And as I said, Hooper is very tough. So Peterson is going to come forward. He's going to throw a shitload of punches. Hooper can't wrestle, so he's not going to be able to take him down. So he's probably just going to get beaten up for 15 minutes. So I like Peterson here. I I think this one's pretty clear. And I'm probably going to end up with a bet on another shitty fighter. But, uh, hey, that's what you got to do in this game. So they were they were chanting Goonies at Vittori at the press conference now. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go back and watch that because that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, apparently, people said it was entertaining. I saw one clip of ah. uh, Adesanya and Vittori yelling at each other. And I don't know if they were speaking different languages or something, but I couldn't understand anything either of them were saying. It's I don't, I don't get into that anymore, man. Like it used to be entertaining, kind of depressed. Kind of, I just, I can't even bring myself to watch that trash anymore. <clears throat> that, that did sound funny though. 
People calling his I mean, the, the fans <laughs> chanting that. That's that's good. That's, that's better than anything coming from the fighters. Yeah, not bad. He is, yeah, he is getting the steroids right on right on the stage. He's doing all the, the yeah. performance enhancing. <laughs> yeah, Brad, I I get where you're coming. Like th- this one is interesting. I thought about. I was talking pre-show of looking at like doesn't go the distance uh, for this fight, which is possible. I could see Peterson winning by knockout, but Peterson's also survived in the ground with some decent decent grapplers and not gotten subbed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could batter him because I think Hooper's problem is his wrestling is so, so bad. Non-existent. But Peterson's, not, Peterson's not a good wrestler either, though. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how this one plays out. I think my gut says Peterson keeps it standing, batters him, and gets a finish. Um, but we'll see. I, I think Peterson is much better than Barrett. <laughs> so, yes. And I think he has more power in his hands, and I think he has more finishing ability than Barrett. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if Peterson wins this one. At minus 120, it's, it's, it's tempting. Doesn't go as like minus 135. I think that's also tempting, but we'll see. All right, let's move on now in lightweight division. Matt Fravola versus Terrence McKinney. New Sean? Yeah, I was I was thinking about taking uh, Fravola by decision against Camacho um, when that fight was still gonna ha- uh, was gonna happen. I kind of still like that here. Um, I know McKinney has gone to zero decisions in his thirteen fight career. Um, I just don't think Matt Fravola is is that much of a finisher. He hasn't really got any finishes in in the UFC in a, a long time. Um, I think these guys are going to kind of grapple back and forth a bit. Favola's got a decent uh, wrestling game, but he also can be taken down. So I think this fight goes long, uh, and I, I think Matt Favola's going to gonna win. He's just a, a better fighter, and this is late notice. So uh, probably going to take him by decision. Wes? Yeah, I like Favola here, but I think that decision could be a, a, little, a little sketchy in, in this spot. For Vola, he puts on a pace, man. It's a short notice fight. Um, this this dude he's fighting, man. He either gets him out of there early or he gets out of there. So I'd, I'd be a little sketchy with that, but I, I do think For Vola's the the better guy here. Uh, his last fight, I mean, he went three with a guy that's that's pretty fucking good. Uh, he just got over overwhelmed in that fight. I don't think that's happening here. I think his pressure is going to be a problem, man. He's going to get in, get in on this tall, lanky dude, and maybe mix in some takedowns. And uh, I'd, I'd just be a little worried about the decision. But you know, I, I lean that way for Vola by decision. But I would not be shocked if if he got a second or third round finish. But uh, for for Vola's the pick here, Brett. Yeah, I, I'm sort of in line with the other guys. I'm kind of looking at the over one and a half here. I, I think that, that people are, are seeing McKinney's first round finishes against like two and 16 guys and be like, oh man, this dude's a real killer. Um, he, he's a pretty decent wrestler. He'll probably take Frivola down early. And that's what he did to, to Woodson in the Contender Series fight. So I think he'll be able to get takedowns here, but eventually Frivola is just going to keep getting up and short notice. Guy doesn't seem like he has good cardio in the first place, so uh, eventually Frivola is going to overwhelm him, whether that's him winning rounds two and three and taking a decision or getting a stoppage late. Uh, not quite sure, but uh, I think this goes uh, a few minutes. One and a half's nice. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't blame you. Frivola is also the guy that got knocked out by Marco Polo Reyes in like a minute. So there's always, there's always that because I, I feel like especially short notice, it almost makes McKinney more dangerous because he can just fight exactly to his style where he goes, I got five minutes. I'm, I'm just going to try to get a finish here. Sub, knockout, whatever. He can finish both ways. But I think Frivola is the better fighter. Um, the, the much better fighter. And I think his cardio, it, he doesn't survive five minutes here. Um, his, his cardio is, is really, really strong. He doesn't have big power. He's not a finisher, but he does enough not to get stood up when he's on top. He does enough not to, you know, not to, he's not, he's always the aggressor in his fights, even when he's less talented, which is most of the time he fights. Um, and he still finds a way to win a lot of times. So I do like Frivola here against a short notice guy, but I don't know if I can bet this. I, 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 it's hard to trust Frivola because he, he doesn't finish fights. He's not overly skilled. He's just a sloppy white guy. That's tough sometimes. <laughs> That's yep. a very good description. Not only <laughs> just a regular white guy, but a ginger. Yeah. Ooh. Not good. It's, it's not, you, you don't really want to wait, you know, what, minus 250 on something like that. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see what I end up with. It probably going to be a pass in that fight. All right, women's bantamweight division. We can go quick on this one. Penny Kinzad versus Alexis Davis. Alexis Davis. Wow. All right. New Sean? Uh, Alexis Davis on a one-fight winning streak. Uh, yes, Canada she is. Pound for pound number four. She's probably ranked. Yeah, <laughs> I was a bit su- surprised by that result uh, against Mazo. I think that just tells us how bad Mazo is. Um, yeah. I think Penny Kinzad wins this fight. Alexis Davis is not good, even though she smoked that chick last time. <laughs> Hyper Blue said WMA has more fighters than fans. <laughs> yeah. That's that solid. Is uh, valid. Wes, anything to add here? Yeah, she, uh, Davis isn't getting takedowns on her like she did Mazo, and uh, Payne's going to win decision minus 130, I believe. I'm going to take a small little bit of that. Man. You're going to bet all these women's fights, aren't you? Brad? Let's <sighs> talk about he's got to not take big dogs, and he's got to be smart because he's on a losing streak. So he's like, I'm just going to bet on all these lady fights. <laughs> I, I have an ironclad idea. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet on minus 190. No. 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 That sounds like Big Marley. <laughs> That's is, that what what, he does. is that what's happening to me? I He's told you, I'm, Marley. I'm gonna just start buying this package and trading my bed. Like I'd be, ri- I'd be rich. I'd be mm-hmm. absolutely rich. Yeah. New one. Yeah. I mean, you can't do that with bro hugs because he doesn't bet anymore. Uh, yeah, he don't bet. No bet. He, he retired. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, water now. <laughs> <laughs> retired. I, I don't care about money. this one. Um, I I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing here too. So we can uh, we can go ahead and move on to the getting a little better now. There's a horrible fight after this one, but the pre the the ESPN portion of these prelims are good. Besides the the, the Murphy fight, uh, by the way, division Mobsar Eviloff versus Hakeem Dawuda. You Sean? Uh, I like the way you say Dawadi's last name. Dawuda. Dawuda. He sounds like me trying to pronounce somebody's name. <laughs> it's not Dawuda. Dawadi. Lance sounds like a contestant on Wheel of Fortune trying to buy a vowel when he says this dude's name. <laughs> Dawadu. I'm usually go. I'm usually good with names. I, I got nothing on this one. 
This Dow is a would tough match. <laughs> there we go. Dow would do. This is a tough matchup because yeah. I think Evloev is is a bit overrated. Um, I, I think we saw some some holes in the last couple of his fights. He still won them. The last one was not not great uh, against Nick Lentz. The problem is Dewadu is Canadian, and yeah. that is not very conducive to doing well in the UFC, unfortunately. Um, but can he claim Jamaica? His his blood isn't. I thought it was Nigeria. Yeah, his his blood is not like pure Canadian. Both Nigeria and Jamaica. This guy's not Canadian. Ooh. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, okay. if it's only a right, third, so he, it doesn't count. No, no, no. Yeah, we're good. He's good. He, he, got, <laughs> he got rid of the Canadian mookiness in his debut when he just got fucking dusted in 40 seconds yeah. against da- something called Danny Henry. Um, yeah, that was a big upset because he was, like, hyped up coming into that, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dewadu's good, man. Uh, he's shown decent takedown defense. I think he can keep this fight standing. I think it becomes a, a close kickboxing fight. Uh, I still think Evloev is is too small for this weight class, so I I think Duwadu's pretty bricked up. I think he can stuff some takedowns and and make it competitive on the feet. So uh, I put a unit on uh, Duwadu at plus two eighteen. Wes, Ooh, that's a nice number. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't touch on too much more than what Sean. I think Sean's pretty much on on point with a lot of this. Evloev uh, is still a little. Uh, too small for for this division. Um, I, I do like him though, man. I, I think he's a really solid fighter. But um, in, in this matchup, he's a little bit better on the mat to where I think uh, Dewadu is a little bit better kickboxer than him at this point. Uh, going to be longer. I think he's got a little bit more power, and uh, that's where this fight's going to take place, man. Dewadu's got like legit takedown defense. He's going to keep us on the feet. I think he's going to win a, a tight uh, kickboxing match, and I think this should be closer to like a pick 'em fight. I think it's a really close fight. I wouldn't be shocked if Elowev won this fight, but this line's just crazy. It should absolutely be closer to a pick 'em. If I'm getting two to one here, I, I got to take some Dewadu. I think he's going to win a close decision. Brad, we're probably going to say the exact same thing as those two, but feel free to add anything. <laughs> I mean, the, the the boys have missed on a very important point and that's that we have this russian who can't like he can a little bit wrestle but he can't wrestle like you know a russian can wrestle um and he is up against a dude that i'm pretty sure has a massive hog so uh you know he's duwadu can't go any lower than 145 because that's just that's all the hog will allow so you got the analysis on our side here. You got the striking on our side here. And it's not like the the Russian can just be boring and, and wrestle him because he's a, a little itty-bitty Russian. So I, I, I like Dewadu in this one. And we did learn everything we read about Mike Grundy's wrestling career was a complete lie. None of that was true. And Mike, was- Mike Grundy took Evloev down like a and- shitload of times. Ten yeah. times. So Lando Venata is the best wrestler in the UFC. <laughs> I think we so, figured that yeah. out. Um, yeah, same same thing as you guys here. I think Dawadu. Is that good? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, because yeah. there's an A and then an O and yeah. then a U. So it's Dawadu. Hakeem. 
Um, <laughs> I, I think I think he can. I think he sprawls and brawls here uh, to a win. I think on the feet, he's a much better striker. He also seems like he's been improving every fight uh, a little bit with mm-hmm. his takedown defense. His hands look a little more crisp. I, I wish the power would come with him. We haven't really seen it much in the UFC. He's he looks like he would have good power when you watch him strike. Um, he has good striking. He just doesn't seem to have that power. So I'm hoping it eventually clicks for him. But I think he can keep this fight standing. And I think if he keeps this fight standing, I don't know if it's all that close uh, on the feet. So this one's kind of easy to break down. It just depends which way you see it going. Is it going to be able to stop the takedowns or not? I think he does more often than not. Um, and I think he's able to outpoint him uh, and get a decision here. So I do like Hakeem here. And that's actually going to be the consensus bet of the week. I don't know what the line is right now. What is it, Dumb. like 180? Plus, plus 190, 190. plus 200, yeah. Uh, right. if, if you wait a little while, you know, when the reduced lines come out at dimes, it'll probably be back up at plus 200. I don't use that stuff. I have legal, the legal gambling now. Ew, He's dead. Someone killed him. <laughs> All right. Um, let's now move to the light heavyweight division. I'm skipping right over Murphy Calderwood. <laughs> Is everyone cool with that? Uh, I'm... Come on, Wes has got a bet on that. Uh, yeah. He's gonna have a bet I, on that. I don't fight. need much. I don't need much. Talking like, about <laughs> what were we talking about before this? I, I know. I, I mean, mean I actually like this. I actually like this bet though. <laughs> Brad, she only goes to that place every five years. She did it right before the Miraz fight when she got armbarred, <laughs> and then she did it. That was in 2015. 2020, she did it against Maya, and now we're we're good for another. We got what another four years. We're we should be good. She she, she be seems to, to do it every time she's going to be in line for a title shot. Yeah, not not saying she's the female yeah. Cerrone. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Well, the only thing we have to worry about, though, I think we touched on is this is Arizona. It's a little bit tougher to to probably be getting those sort of things done. Out in that that part of the country, so uh, maybe she gets saved in in that respect. Um, I, I just I like Murphy here, man. I think Murphy's gonna put a put a pace on her and some pressure, dude. We we've seen Calderwood struggle struggle in fights against uh, people like that, and like Brad's just saying, man, she's in line for something big if she wins this fight. We know exactly how her mind works. She's Tom Breeze who shows up to just actually shows up to fights. Every single time she blows it in the big moment, um, it's going to happen here. I'll take some plus money on uh, Lauren Murphy. Imagine a weight class where Lauren Murphy is top five. Hell she yeah. might get a title shot off of this, Dave. What is like, they always bring? <laughs> so uninteresting. She's like an F minus level athlete. Like my maid is a better. Aren't athlete. they all? Aren't, aren't all? Aren't they all though? Like God. athletically, like. Just There's toughness off the charts, real. though. Grit. They bring oh, it, grit. though. They bring it. I mean, Clarissa Shields is making her MMA debut, and she's already like a top three MMA at- female MMA athlete. They, they, already, they already said she's the greatest of all time. Nice. Two-sport superstar. Everyone's like, like, if she, like, everyone's talking about how great she is because she's like, she's going into MMA. She's risking it all. I'm like, how much do you think she makes? Why is she so like $20, no, $20 a fight? No, that, somebody tweeted that was like, um, she's got the balls to go and try MMA. What's all these other boxers? They, yeah. they ain't got their legacies. Ain't going to have that. And, and somebody was like, 
she was like, what she, what she, what she has is, or doesn't have is fucking that money in her bank account. That all bank those boxes that, that's why the fuck she's going doing it. She's broke. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to fights. Um, late heavyweight division, Eric Anders rematch versus Darren Stewart. New Sean. I know there's no such thing as a trap line, but this feels like a trap line. Based like I, I know the, the number was kind of crazy last time, and then it seemed like Anders just crazy outperformed. Um he he kind of dominated that fight and and now he's only a minus what one fifty favorite. Like is is Darren Stewart really gonna be able to adapt his game plan that that drastically from what happened last time? I'm just very, very bad at picking like small favorites or betting small favorites. Uh, I'm steering clear. It just seems weird. Maybe I'll end up parlaying Anders. It's uh, I, I, there's been there's been some bombs dropped by some wannabe touts on on Anders, so that's that's scaring me away as well. Wes, yeah, me and me and Sean was talking about that uh, the other weekend for the fights. Um, I have the same exact problems uh, betting small fades and getting absolutely murdered on them. I bet small to medium-sized dogs and make a killing. So this is like the perfect spot um, for me to try to continue doing what I normally did. Uh, I don't know what changes either, man. Really, what what changes from that first fight? Um, it does kind of feel kind of like a trap, man. Like Andre shows up in there and gets obliterated. Um I don't know. I'm just going to stay away, man. It just seems really funny to me. And uh, I, I don't know what changes from last fight. I think Anders wins, but it just feels funny. And some crazy shit might go down. So I'm going to pick Anders. I'm going to stay away from the book. Brad? Yeah, this one sucks because <laughs> I actually was on Anders at about plus 200 uh, early on last time around. And that was looking great. And... Now, if I want to bet him again, I have to pay juice, and I don't think I'm willing to do that. Um, you know, maybe him being at, a, at an actual camp and, uh, you know, training with real guys is going to mean he's continuing to improve, but he's also a mush brain mid 30s former football player. So, like, how much do you really want to trust the guy? Um, it's, it's tricky. I, I, I think I've got to stay away from it. I like Anders here. I mean, yeah, it's minus 150, but if we watched that first fight, we saw stuff. We saw stuff in that fight. I thought it would actually be a lot bigger um, with this line. And maybe Anders did find something. I don't know. Stewart's just also not good. Stewart's going to, you know, bite down his mouthpiece and try to, you know, sling shots at your head, and that's a, that's about it. And I think Anders isn't the greatest fighter, but there was something in that first matchup, and maybe Anders has, has improved a little bit. Maybe going to a different camp has helped him out. And I think at minus 150, um, I think it's I think it's worth trying to find out and see what happens there. So I do like Anders. Um, I don't know how I'm going to play it. Yeah, I'm either going to parlay or maybe I'll just lay the juice in minus 150. Um, but I do like Anders uh, a good bit here uh, to take care of Darren Stewart and get a win. All right, next up, lightweight division, Drew Dober. The UFC's best-looking man versus Brad Rydell. You, Sean? Yeah, this uh, this should be a good fight. Um, 
The bad fights in, in Dober fights are when he's facing anybody with a little bit of a semblance of a wrestling game because <laughs> yep. then it gets exactly. very, very sketchy. Uh, I don't think we have that here. If he gets taken down by Riddell, that's a that's a pretty rough look. Uh, That'd be tough. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a bad go. Uh, on the feet, I, I I think it's a I think Dober is 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 a good MMA striker. Uh, Riddell has this kickboxing record and stuff like that. He does all right. He just doesn't really have power, and I think that's going to be the difference in here. Dober's just going to be landing the more powerful shots. Um, I know um, Riddell has showed a, a pretty good chin and never been finished in MMA anyway uh, by knockout. Uh, but I think Dober could be the guy that does it, man. He, he's, he's grown quite a bit in the striking uh, since kind of the, the Gaethje-Whitman kind of combo has taken off. And um, I, I think he's just uh, the, the heavier striker in, in this fight, so... Uh, I put him in a parlay with uh, another guy later on for a unit. Yep, Wes. Yeah, I don't have a lot to add there. I, I kind of uh, like a lot of what what Sean said here. Um, yeah, Dober just he can get taken down by good wrestlers. Like that's it. This guy's not a good wrestler. Um, Dober's, I would believe, is going to be the, the the stronger dude in this fight. He could probably grind a little bit if he wants to get it in those spaces. Um, I just think he's the harder puncher, man. I think he's the better sort of technical MMA striker over Riddell. And uh, I think Dober can uh, can probably win a decision here. Probably goes all 15, but I think Dober's just going to land the better shit. So I- I'm taking him straight. I think it's like minus right around minus 140 or so now. I'll take some of that straight on who I just think um, – was a better fighter in, in the, the areas where this fight's going to take place. Brad? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little less confident in Dober than you guys, but I, I still think he's probably going to get it done. Uh, I just think he comes out and he is 100% from the opening bell, whereas it, it seems like in all of Riddell's fights, it, it takes a while for him to get going. So I... I Pretty sure that Dober is going to win the first round. Once it starts to get into the second and third, maybe Riddell picks it up a little bit. Uh, I, I think he probably throws a bit more than Dober, but the difference, as Sean said, is that Dober throws with more power, lands with more power. So I think that might work in his favor to help shut down a little bit of Riddell's game. And you know I've got to fade guys from shitty kickboxing. I mean, it's, it's right there in the name. You, you just got to do it. it. Izzy gets one on every every one of his cars now, sometimes two, and they get their shit pushed in almost every yep. time. Yep. Yeah, I, I like Dober here. If Can you think of a single time that Dober's been outstruck in a fight? When was the last time Dober – have you ever – has he been outstruck in the UFC? Like in the last five mm-hmm. years at least? All his losses are when people can grapple him, get him down and lay on Yeah, Yeah, I think it's all, every time he's just gotten just taken yeah. down. Yeah, he, he's got power. He's got good striking. Um, and Riddell's not that guy. I don't even think – Riddell's not going to shoot takedowns on Dober. And if he does, I think he's just going to gas himself out. When you have the guys that aren't used to that style, shooting, grappling, all that, it just tires him out a little quick. This guy's a kickboxer. And we've seen Dober versus kickboxers before, and Dober's a better striker. He's got the biggest, bigger power. He's more feared on the feet. 
And, you know, I, I think we have to kind of look at that last fight versus Makashev um, and kind of, you know, throw it out. It, it's a guy, it's the the okay. worst nightmare for him. And that the same thing count. with the Darius fight, you know, his last three losses over the last five years are to Makashev, Darius, and uh, OAM. What do those guys have in common? Uh, they're grapplers. Riddell's not a grappler. I think at minus 145 or, or so, that's not a bad line. Uh, so I'll be on, I'll be on him here. All right, let's now move up to the main event of the evening as we have in the light heavyweight division, Paul <laughs> the Bear Jew Craig taking on Jamal Hill. Nishan? I think this line is a bit wide. I know, I guess there's some people that are a bit hyped up on uh, Jamal Hill. I I don't really get it. Like, I... He's beat some really shitty guys. I, I guess the the off win last time was a, a, a decent win, but man, I, I'm still worried that. Uh, I mean, Paul Craig can if he gets him down, it, I think he's in trouble. Um, this guy got taken down six times by Darko Stosic. <laughs> that is not a good look. Uh, I I don't think he uh, sh- shored up that defense in in since that fight. Uh, nobody's really tested him that much. I think the Bear Jew is going to test him, and if it gets down there, like I said, he he could be in trouble. Um, Bear Jew sub is like plus five hundred. I might mush some people on that. Don't do it, Wes. You should pass, Sean. Yeah, look, uh, I think Hill is going to be winning this fight until he's not, until he's sleeping. Like, we've seen this shit happen way too many times before. And I think Hill's the better fighter. Like, so many of the guys that Bergeu fights are probably better fighters than him. But he's fucking tough, man. He's never out of a fight. And if this gets to the mat, it's a wrap on a lot of guys. I mean, his his jujitsu, his sub game is fucking great. Like at this point, it's great, man. He gets guys out of there with shit. Um, I, I was I was gonna, if I bet anything, it's gonna be Berju by finish. Um, I haven't bet anything on this fight. Um, I'm gonna pick Berju and, and Top Master because the the line's just crazy here, man. Even if you think Hill's a a really good young fighter, um. It's a big price, man, against a guy that is dangerous if you get into a bad spot. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Bergie here. Um, if I bet it, it's gonna be uh, Bergie Basso. Uh, yep, Brad. Wes is falling into the trap here. He, he said that. Uh, okay, first of all, the only thing that I enjoy about Jamal Hill is that uh, white people, when they break down his fights, call him Jamahal because they don't know how to pronounce black people's names. Um, so that I, I get so much entertainment out of. Um, he's saying, you know, this is, this guy's a good young fighter. He's 30. He's 30. got eight fights. Oh. Not a prospect. I didn't realize not, that. I, I thought he was like a prospect. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he's going to start to learn how to do jujitsu and get good at it and definitely not get good enough to survive on the mat with the bear Jew when he's 30 years old. Uh, 
sure he beat off in his last fight. Um, off looked terrible. Didn't want to throw any punches there and eventually gassed out from doing nothing and got knocked out. Aside from that, he, he faced Clinton play and Darko and some guy I've never heard of on contender series. Cool. Um, Bear Jew has fought actual guys. Even if they're old, they, they've still got skills. And, you know, he's one of the only guys that's beaten everybody's darling in the light heavyweight division. And he beat him so bad he made him quit with a second left <laughs> yeah. on the clock. Couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. That, I, so. that, that was one of the worst, uh, one of the worst taps I've ever seen. I, um, I had Bear Jew sub. That's where it started. Inside the distance, and that's where it all. That's where it all started. It started uh, when we. Who was it in Vegas? But uh, I I think it might have been Dougie and I when we were at uh, UFC 209. We ran into a bunch of Scottish dudes that were there to see the Bear Jew, and just like hung out a bit with some Scottish dudes, had a couple drinks, and just just good people, just just good folks. I've been um, in every fight of his career. There you go. <laughs> Some of those probably not good bets because he used to be a really bad fighter who could only do jujitsu, and now he's fighters. actually he's actually improved a lot. Um, and honestly, I, I think that the sub prop being plus five hundred here is stupid. That that's dumb. Uh, so I, I've got some money on that. And because he does have those improved other aspects, I've got a little bit on the the bear juice straight here as well. Yeah, um, obviously, <laughs> I like Paul Craig here for Scotland. Yeah, um, this is just a proud Jewish man. You know, that's all. We'll, he's he's all we got. I mean, <laughs> no facts. Yeah, Paul Craig, Sean Green. Hey, Sean Green, the guy who had four like four home runs. <laughs> what are you? Uh, four home runs in the game. Yeah, um, there you go. Yep. <laughs> there, there's, there's not much, and it, it's it's funny. Obviously, different levels and stuff, but Paul Craig, a little bit of Dubronx career trajectory from when he first starts, <laughs> not looking good, super one dimensional, can't do but much. His wrestling's getting a little better. His striking has gotten a little <laughs> bit better. He's beaten some guys. I don't know. This could be bear juice season. Um, it, and you know, I, I understand. I, I guess I sort of, not really. I, I guess I understand Jamal Hill being favored. I don't understand the line being that high. But even more so, like Brad said, is Bearju wins his fights by sub. That's how he wins his fights. If someone survives, that means they knew. If, if Bearju wins a decision, that means someone knows what they're doing on the ground to stay out of submissions. Jamal Hill's not that guy. So basically what the bookies are saying is Paul Craig is plus 500 to get the fight to the ground versus a guy who can't wrestle. I don't know how you can you can set that line, but I'm in for it. I, I, I'm going to play Paul Craig straight just in case. He just want, feels like battering him on the feet, just beating the shit out of that poor kid against the cage. Um, or, you know, mercy rule, he gets him to the ground, feels bad for him, um, and, and lands a choke or something there. But I like, I like him in this fight. I think this is a winnable fight. I think anyone that Paul Craig can take down, he can win against. And this falls into that category. OSP is – Super worst, like Washington Redskins, big time, just worst. So 
I don't think Paul Craig's there yet. Paul Craig has actually been improving each year the last few years, getting better. Plus 500 on the sub, straight at what, like plus 250 or something like that? Now the line just, it's stupid. So you probably could have guessed this before the show started, but this is Munich. Munich. Scotland. 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 <laughs> we do it for Scotland. William Wallace. All right, let's now move on to the what's the way to business. We have Demi and Maya taking on Bilal Muhammad. You, Sean? This is another fight where it's uh, an old guy versus a uh, somewhat relevant guy. And uh, I just think the line is a bit too wide. Um, that Damian Maya Gilbert Burns fight was just going to be a bad matchup, regardless. Um, Burns obviously can deal with the jujitsu, and as we've seen, he's got pretty damn good hands and, and power. Uh, I mean, he even cracked Usman, so um, I I was just a bit surprised by that. I, I guess people don't think that Maya can can get Ball Muhammad down. He he does have stats wise a good takedown defense, but. He hasn't faced a anywhere like a, a grappler anywhere near Damian Maya in his entire career. Um, I think Maya can get him down, and and then it gets sketchy. Um, Bilal's never been finished, but like I said again, he's never fought a, a grappler like uh, Damian Maya. So if it gets to the ground, I think Maya can possibly grab a sub, or at the very least, do what he's done a bunch of times and just. Hold motherfuckers down. Uh, I, I I can see him winning a decision as well. So I took Damian Maya. Uh, I got him at plus two hundred for a unit. Wes. Yeah, I don't I don't think Maya necessarily has to sub Bilal to win this fight. I think you can absolutely get on top of him a couple times and, and win some rounds. Um, it, it's it's kind of like the last fight you're. You're almost betting on if you think Damian Maya can get a couple takedowns in this fight, and I, at that price, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pay to find out. Um, and and maybe he does get him down once and, and gets a sub on Blah. I don't I don't think we've ever seen Blah on his back or on the mat like that, having to deal with anything like that in his career. And um, you know, like like Sean said, he's also never faced anybody with the takedowns and. Um, the skills to get dudes on the on the mat to start working his game like my like nobody even close. He's fighting like the Millinders and shit of the world. Like there's nobody close on his resume that's going to be threatening the takedowns like uh, Damian Maya. So I just think the price is a little wide. I mean, could could Bilal keep this up on the feet and you know piece him up a little bit for for three rounds? Yeah, he, he could do that. Um, I'm going to pay on a on a pretty much a legend at this point to to get a takedown or two and uh and win this fight. So. Took some Damian Maia at plus 185. Brad? Yeah, Sean, I'm a little confused. You said it's uh, an old guy against uh, a relevant guy, but I don't think Bilal Muhammad's that old. He's like he's only like 32. Hey. Ah, I got him. Um, <laughs> Maya has been around forever. He has fought just about every type of fighter that you can possibly fight. And I'm going to read you a list of the guys that he hasn't gotten takedowns against. All right. And you tell me if there's anything, <laughs> anything common with these guys. So you got Ben Askren, didn't get any takedowns there. Usman, didn't get any takedowns there. Covington, Woodley, 
Are we are we sensing a bit of a pattern so far here? Uh, you've you've got Chris Weidman's in there, Mark Munoz is in there, uh, and then basically the only guy that he hasn't gotten a takedown against who isn't a wrestler is Anderson Silva, and that was one of the weirdest fucking fights yeah. of all time. So yeah, well, I, I think all of those guys outside of Usman were actually NCAA All American wrestlers. <laughs> every every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And and Usman has overcome the odds and become a UFC champion. So that's that's not bad either. Even though he can't wrestle. I mean, he um, was a he was a D two champ. Like Usman was not a scrub. <laughs> like. <laughs> so there's times when Maya can't get takedowns. But it's against very good wrestlers. Bilal Muhammad has never really faced a wrestler in his entire career. And the other thing that those guys have in common is they can either straight up out-wrestle Maya or they're willing to just back up, counter-punch, counter-wrestle. And, and that's not Bilal's style at all. He likes to come forward. He likes to put pressure on guys. And by doing that, he's already closing the distance for Maya. So I think that Maya is going to be able to get in on the single that he always gets in on. He's going to create scrambles. He's going to get on top. Does he get the sub? Maybe. Am I going to take a shot on it at plus 400? Probably. (laughs) Uh, But he he could also do that for two rounds and and win a decision here. So uh, I've got some Maya straight. Uh, I've got some Maya by sub. And man, he's, he's 43. Uh, he's obviously up there in age. He hasn't shown any signs of being a, a bottle of Worcestershire sauce. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure we need to worry so much about that. Also, it's not like Bilal's the type of guy that's going to come out there and just absolutely sleep some old guy. So Maya can still grapple. <laughs> exactly. Zalal can't fall Zero. asleep without fucking sleep aid at night himself. And also, just just to drive the point home, I was out on a walk with Turk today. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys can see this vicious, vicious injury that I got. There's there's a little cut right yeah. here. I got, I got yeah. attacked by tree. And also, mm. there's one in the eyelid there. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I didn't stop my dog walk. I kept going. <laughs> I didn't quit like a little bitch just because something stuck me in the eye. So Bilal's, <laughs> Bilal's a quitter. Maya's going to get that uh, that submission. So I, I got the plus 400. I got the money line. Let's go. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on the same page. I like, I like Demi and Maya here. I mean, it's obviously a little bit scary when you're, you're, you're betting someone who's 43 years old and has never been like a big muscular guy. He's looked 43 since he was 33, <laughs> and now he's actually 43. Uh, but I, I think, you know, to Brad's point, Demi Maia is a next-level grappler, and he, he's been able to take down some good wrestlers. I know you mentioned all the ones he couldn't out-wrestle, but he's taken down some good wrestlers, and he's mm-hmm. he's been able to get them. And I think with um, not just with Bilal not facing wrestlers, everyone tries to, to wrestle for the most part. Bilal hasn't even faced guys who have tried to take him down, really. Bilal's always the one pushing forward. He's always the one that's starting the grappling. And if he's smart here, he'll do everything in, in, he can to keep this fight on the feet. I don't know if he will. It's kind of hard for guys sometimes to not immediately go to their wrestling. And I, so I think it's how he deals with that of like, 
purposely staying on the feet versus stalling. Because with Maya, you don't want to stall against the cage too much because that's where he can also get some takedowns and body locks. So it's going to be an interesting matchup of how he deals with keeping the fight standing and fighting off takedowns when normally he's the one pushing against the fades our cage, getting the grappling and trying to get him to the ground. So it's going to be interesting. And I think, I think Maya can get takedowns. I don't think he's going to be any threat um, to him of getting taken down. If, if ball is that stupid. And I don't think his hands are there to hurt Maya, even with Maya's oldness, lack of chin, lack of striking. Ball is just not that guy. So I think at this price, it's worth taking a shot at Demi and Maya. I don't know if he'll get a, a finish. I actually don't think he will. Uh, if he wins this fight, I think it's going to be him out wrestling, getting on top and, pitter-patter punches from the top position, maybe some passes, but nothing too big. But I think it's worth a stab at that price. All right, let's now move on to the uh, welterweight division. We have Nate Diaz taking on a newcomer, which is weird because you thought <laughs> Nate Diaz would take a big fight, but he's not. He's taking some guy. That's so it's a charity fight. He, they, they, Versus who? They signed up. Yeah, like somebody like <laughs> paid money to fight Nate Diaz, and all the money is going to charity. It's a... Uh... That's nice, pretty nice thing for for Diaz to do. I mean, this is going to be a, a pretty easy fight. Uh, Nate, <laughs> Nate Diaz is on all the steroids. He's taking mushrooms, flying from from California to or to to Arizona. He's smoking the 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 steroids on stage. And he, and like you said, he's fighting a nobody. So it's uh it it should be a, a good do it, fight. John. Uh, do it, John. Lots of action. Um, it, in seriousness, like I, I'm not going to convince anybody to to bet Nate Diaz here. I don't have to because because I bet him. Uh, <laughs> he has one he, win in five years, and it's that, against Anthony Pettis. This is like Sean. It's true. <laughs> this is Sean's great Maynard and shit, bro. <laughs> Nate Diaz said he he gets he gets the next shot at the title, win or loss. <laughs> oh, All right, so here comes some Diaz <laughs> fanboyism. Um. So he, he does actually look like he's in good shape. He's actually put on some yeah. muscles somehow. He looks jacked. Yeah. He looks pretty jacked. Yeah, that'll um, teach him how to wrestle. That will teach him how to wrestle. So we're good there. Um, Every time I got to work on my – when I was in high school, anytime I had to, like, work on, like, takedown to takedown defense, I'd just go right in the gym and just pop out some bench, bench press and I'd be good to go. Fuck yeah. Um, Nate Diaz, like – I know he he sounds very stupid to you, Lance. I, I feel like he. First of all, that's a fact. He is a stupid, <laughs> stupid man. He can barely speak. In in maybe in in talking, he sounds stupid. But in his actions, he's actually like honestly, he, he's got more out of less skill than pretty much anybody ever in the UFC. Counterpoint: When he was as top, he was big as he could possibly get. Most popular, biggest superstar, he's like, I should fight twice in five years to really minimize my earning potential. It's true. <laughs> but he costs himself then, like millions, then, then millions he, and millions of dollars by not fighting. He he got his comeback and he handpicked Anthony Pettis because he thought it was a good matchup for him, which it ended up being. And then he got a big money fight and made a ton of money against Masvidal. It didn't go his way. And now he's handpicked Leon Edwards. For what reason? I have no idea. It's, he handpicked the worst matchup humanly possible. Yep. It's a low risk, high reward fight because if somehow he pulls it out, he'll fight he, again in four years. He can do whatever he wants. He can get a welterweight title shot, or he can fight 
whoever. So he's not even the co-main. This is nothing. Who cares? I mean, he was supposed to be co-main, and then he they made out, it. Up. So he actually lost the first a couple, five, couple uh, weeks ago. Wait, <laughs> it's like the whole it's like wait, the first. Can, can you repeat that last part? Because I I thought the, the Diaz brothers don't pull out of fights. They always they do. do they don't. They don't pull out. So he did. So he he got the L. So he's coming for revenge. He he took the L by pulling out of the fight last okay. time, last okay. pay per view, and now he's coming for that revenge. Uh, he's gonna win a decision. I mean, he's he's a trendsetter. He's doing a five round non title fight uh, that's not a, a main event. Uh, it's gonna be volume. He's gonna he's gonna eat that boy up. I got Nate Diaz for a unit of plus four thirty one. Solid bet, Wes. Let's go fast. Sean just took up 45 well, minutes to do it. It was worth it. It's down. not like you want to break down this fight anyway. No, I, 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 like, I like Nate. I actually do agree with Sean. I think I think Nate is very fucking savvy, however he does sound. That guy's made buku money in this sport um, where uh, there's only a few that have. There might only be one other guy that's made as much as Nate at this point in MMA, which is fucking crazy. But this fight, this is bad. Like I like Nate. I've made some some good money on Nate. This ain't it, man. Uh, Leon's gonna roll him, dude. Like it, it's it's just a bad matchup for Nate. Like you're right, he's in great shape. Like the dude looks in just tremendous shape. He, he's ready, but I just think this is a horrible matchup for him, man. There there, there might not be a, a worse matchup he could have picked, and um, I I think Edwards is gonna truck him, man. Um, probably gonna be on his back a lot, doing a whole lot of nothing. Throwing up a lot of guard, uh, getting subs, try and go for subs. It just ain't gonna happen. He's gonna get the triangle, man. Come on now. Nah, I, he's Edwards is, is gonna fuck him up, man. And I, I hate to say it, I, I hope Nate goes in there and, and KOs him with none of the non-power that Nate has. Like it's just not gonna happen, man. I just can't see a pass for Nate here. And uh, I, I, I like uh, Edwards. I have him in, in a parlay. I know it's a, a big price. Um, I'll probably look at the points handicap as well when it comes out because I think we could see some 50-45 stuff here. Brad? Do you think Nate even, like, made it far enough in kindergarten to know what a triangle is? Do you think he even understands <laughs> he, he that He doesn't shape? need to learn in He can't school. spell triangle. But he, he doesn't need to spell to triangle. one, kind of. It's, like, squiggly on the side. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Hap- or, uh, Billy Madison drawing his Zeds. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I, I, you guys might say that uh, that Nate Diaz looks like he's in great shape, but you know who else who looks like he's in great shape? Uh, this this Leon Roberts fellow that he's fought in. You know, he, he, yeah, used, he, he used to referee. He's trimmed down. He's got a tan. He's looking good. In there. He's, got a, he's got a really good tan. <laughs> he's got to get um, Yeah. Let, let's do a very, very quick recap of Nate Diaz's welterweight it's career. Not. We spent he's, like 20 minutes on Nate Diaz. <laughs> he, he's, he's four and four. His wins are over featherweight Conor McGregor, lightweight <laughs> featherweight Anthony Pettis. And then Marcus Davis and Rory Markham. That, that Rory bad? Markham fight was a middleweight fight. Get your facts straight, asshole. So he's one and zero as a middleweight. <laughs> Pretty good. Actually, it was, it was catch weight. Um, it's a middleweight. So he was over that, fucking one. That's even worse. That means he's three, three and four in his career at welterweight. Well, he's getting a title shot, win or lose. 
<laughs> what, BMF, BMF rematch? No, he said he's getting a well. He said he's getting the next Walter White title shot, win or lose. Yeah, he Does said he know if what I Walter lose, Wade. I'm getting that title shot. It's <laughs> like what? He's so stupid. Um, yeah, uh, this who who is gonna take it to him? Oh, it's so bad. So I hate Leon Edwards. Obviously, <laughs> this is the perfect matchup. No, New Sean, if you're gonna mate bet Nate Diaz. May I just suggest playing Diaz sub plus twelve hundred? No, no, he's gonna box his ears off. He's gonna even if he it. boxes his ears off and he drops him, he's still gonna try to go for twelve plus twelve hundred. Is not that bad for a Diaz sub. I think that's the only way he could possibly win. I'll probably bet it just to really mush Sean just in case. Oh. What the fuck? Don't do that. Oh. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna put ten dollars on Nate Diaz sub plus twelve hundred. Bitch. Yep, ten Keltons. Fat Keltons. God damn. Fucking cruise vouchers finally being able to be used. <laughs> finally used Passing these babies in. It happens when the economy reopens, baby. It took a year, but got you, fuckers. <laughs> I was going to go anyway. All right, let's now move on to the co-main event, which is a, a great, great rematch. Uh, Jenison Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno. Uh, Nishan? I, th- I think this is a fairly straightforward fight um i granted i did bet figurato last time but i thought he won even even with the the point deduction he, he should win this fight uh moreno's tough he he probably survives i think figurato will know kind of how to pace himself a, a little bit better in this fight because moreno's so tough and i i just think he's he's gonna win uh probably a, a somewhat wide decision uh, i got him in a parlay with Dover at plus 149 and a two-unit parlay with somebody coming up next. Wes? Who could that be? Yeah, I, I, I really like Figueroa on this fight. He, he absolutely won that last fight. I, I don't know what everybody was, was talking about in that shit. He, he won that. I thought it was a clear win for Figueroa. And Moreno fought a great fight. Don't get me wrong. It was a really good fight. But I thought it was there was a clear winner in that fight. Um, and... and like Figueredo had like the flu or some shit fight week last time. And you could tell like that dude looked, he was sweaty from the start. The dude didn't look like uh normal Figueredo as far as, as far as his gas tank and shit. And that's all different this time. I, I, I would not be surprised if he gets a finish on Moreno in this fight. It would not shock me. I think he, I think he's kind of got some animosity uh, from, from that draw. He feels like Moreno's, uh, Kind of Moreno saying that he won that fight and shit. Uh, Figueredo's that type of dude. I think he's taking this very personal this time, and I think he's going to fuck Moreno up this time out. Figueredo is really, really good. One of the few dudes down at that weight class that has legit power, and uh, I think we might see some of it. So uh, I have a really big bet on him and Edwards at like minus 138. That's my biggest bet on the card, and I think it cashes with relative ease. Brad? Yeah, this is a strange one to me. You know, the the narrative seems to be, oh man, Moreno's so tough. He has such great cardio. He's he's going to take over because uh, Figueredo cuts a lot of weight and gases, even though he cuts a lot of weight and he's missed weight a couple times. But we've never really seen him gas, uh, even in the last fight against Moreno, where. You know, he was coming off of uh, a fight two or three weeks before. Uh, apparently, he was sick, all this sort of stuff. 
he still won the fifth round in that fight. Like, uh, it's, I, I don't see anything different happening in this fight. He's just much better than Moreno. Moreno's just uh, a fun guy to watch who is extremely tough and can beat a lot of guys in the featherweight division. I don't think that Figueredo is one of those guys. I think he's going to land the way bigger stuff. Um, he's probably going to be more prepared for Moreno's wrestling in this fight than he was in the last one. And really the only round that he lost in that fight was the round where he just decided to chill on his back for a couple of minutes. Uh, every other round in the fight, he he won. So I, I like Figueredo here. Uh, the decision prop, because Moreno is so tough, is plus 300, which I think is kind of crazy. I, I know Wes thinks there's a good potential for a finish, and I agree there could be one, but more yeah, than plus 300, yeah, yeah, plus 300 on that decision prop is crazy to me. So I've got some money on that. Yeah, I like figure it out a lot here. I, I think this is one of those things where a guy that people didn't give a good shot did better than expected. So everyone thought the fight was closer. And I feel like judges even do that in a way where it's everyone thought Moreno was going to get beat down, knocked out early, and he survived and he he won a round for sure. And I think people thought the rest of that fight was closer because Moreno was still around. He was still fighting. I don't think there was these huge blowout rounds in Surrey where Moreno was a dead man walking, but I thought the rounds were clear. Uh, I thought they were clear rounds. I thought that was a bad, you know, a bad decision. I thought he won that mm-hmm. fight, but I think it's the announcers and just is a big part of it. And then just he's doing better than expected. We see that a lot in fights and big fights. When a guy does better than expected, people give him yep. the rounds, especially fans, announcers, things like that. Uh, I think Figueredo is incredible. Um, I don't know what it's going to take to beat a guy like this. Like I don't know who who has the style to beat him. Is it a dominant wrestler? Is it a bigger striker? Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Who? Formiga. True, but I think it, I think it, cut. Yeah, I I think I think that was a little different. I was I was at that fight. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Figueroa is incredible. I think he wins this fight. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in a, far, a parlay, uh, maybe with Dober or someone else in the card. But yeah, I definitely like uh like Figueroa a good bit here. All right, let's now move to the main event in the evening where they found two guys that I just. Absolutely despise. Um, I don't want to bet this fight because I don't I don't like it very much, and I, I don't have a rooting interest because I hate them both so much. It's going to be tough. All right, middleweight division, Israel Adesanya uh, on a one-loss uh, losing streak and took a title shot from Glover Teixeira. Fuck that guy. Versus Marvin Vittori. Also, fuck that guy. Neutron? Yeah, I, I like both of these guys. I'm, I'm the complete of course opposite you do. of Lance. Of course you do. Yeah, Adesanya is super likable. <laughs> I mean, he does cool shit in, in, in the octagon. Just like that guy who told me, I was like, name someone who has a high IQ that doesn't believe in the vaccine. And they're like, Rand Paul. Oh <laughs> that, that, was, that was good. That was some that's, that's some stellar that's stuff. That's who you uh, used? Could have went Alex Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. That might have been better. Twitter is is an adventure. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I mean, it I'm, looks like uh, Keith Peterson's on the booze and cigs again in this fight. Uh-oh. No nonsense. Getting involved. Wait, did what? he just stand that up? Did he yeah. just stand that up? Oh no way! I looked down and oh no way! He he's fighting he, right now. He doesn't want nonsense. Lofnane and this has uh, been crap. Diamond. No, it hasn't. Diamond. He's been beating the shit out of this dude. It's yeah, Diamond's so bad. Diamond's landing yeah. some stuff. Nah, he's terrible. He's getting his shit anyway, kicked in for the first two rounds. I got. I got. We, we can talk about diamond. the shitty main event. Yeah, one diamond here. 
I, I like Vittori. I mean, he's an absolute meathead. He probably has, uh, you can count mm. the brain cells that, on, on your hands. You guys were, you guys were bitching. This guy said he stood him up because the fence grab. So, oh, boom. I didn't see, no, I didn't see. Keith Peters grabbed, he didn't, grab, he didn't grab the fence. He, he stuffed a takedown and like sprawled into the fence, but he didn't grab it to actually Best stuff in the business. Down. Keith Peterson. Look at Diamond. This is 10 8 round. Booze oh, and six. Booze and six. Anyway, uh, I, I've backed Vittori a bunch in the past. Uh, I, I think he's a, a, a decent fighter. He hasn't honestly fought any of the killers. I mean, he did fight Adesanya back when, Adesanya's second fight. But, like, since then, he hasn't fought really any of the real killers at, at middleweight to get this title shot. Uh, didn't have to fight Brunson. Didn't have to fight Costa. Didn't have to fight Whitaker. Um, I mean, I don't know if any of that matters because, I mean, these guys have fought before. Um, if, if you watch the fight, I think it's 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 fairly clear Uh who the better fighter is. I I don't know how much has changed yeah, since then. Uh, Vittori couldn't get takedowns early on when, when it was against the fence because Adesanya does have decent takedown defense. He has decent fundamentals uh, against the cage. When he did have success in the third, he kind of had to come forward and bull rush in. I don't know if he can last very long doing that type of game plan. Uh, he, he has gassed in the past. Um, he didn't really land much offense once he got Adesanya down. I I, I think Adesanya is going to light this dude up on the feet. Um, he, he was getting pretty messed up uh, through two rounds uh, the first time. I, I think it's just more of the same. Uh, I think Adesanya gets a, a, a fourth round finish. Uh, I got him in a two-unit parlay with Figueredo. Uh, that is plus 104. What? My God, that was a that was a good fight on PFL. PFL's been good tonight. Diamond Diamond twenty on twenty eight. Absolutely not. You're, you're I don't like there. this Lugani or whatever his name is because everyone thinks he's amazing because the UFC didn't take him in contender series. Man, he's <laughs> he's okay. He's not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, champ. I, I th- this fight's kind of tough for me, man. I I do think this is a guy that's somewhat of a of a bad matchup for Izzy. Um. I just don't know how if he can sustain the the kind of the pressure and and the takedowns and stuff he's going to have to go for and the grinding it's going to take against the cage. Whereas he's really good at stopping takedowns to get Izzy down consistently. Um, I, I think he's probably going to gas doing that. Um, can he can he finish the fight? Uh, you know, in the first couple rounds, I don't I don't think so. Um, th- this ain't fucking Yan, man. Like this isn't Jan going for takedowns. Jan got takedowns on Izzy um, in the in the center of the cage. Um, Jan is way bigger than Vittori. Izzy's gonna be um, not much not a grappler. Yeah, not over. Yeah, a, a way better wrestler too. Well, a guy that can get takedowns. Jan knows how to get takedowns. Vittori's just kind of wild and stuff, man. I just can't. I can't see it. I, I hesitate betting Izzy in this fight, which is very weird for me. Um, I've bet him in pretty much every fight at 185 he's been in. I do think he wins this fight. Um, I just think Vittori's a sneaky, tough matchup for him, man. Um, but he probably stops takedowns up against the cage while Vittori's bum rushing him, trying to grind. He's going to wear Vittori out. Vittori's going to tire eventually, and then it's going to get at some distance, and Izzy's going to start piecing him up. I think Izzy probably gets a, a – 
a fourth or fifth round finish in this fight. Um, I, I haven't, I haven't bet it. I, I just think something about Vittori is a, is a kind of tough matchup for Izzy. So, uh, I, I don't know if I'll have anything on it, but it's just a bit. Brad. Yeah. I, I think people kind of under or misunderstand what Izzy's good at. Um, because if Vittori comes and just rushes forward and goes for takedowns and tries to throw pressure him and throw a whole bunch of volume and all that sort of stuff, that's great for Izzy because then he can find openings. If Vittori just sits like the, the thing about Jan that made that fight so difficult for Izzy is that he was just willing to sit back too and do nothing because Izzy is thin Izzy. Let's talk about this. Thin Izzy is yeah, Costa uh, did that too, though. And what happened to Costa? Who didn't Costa's want to throw and wanted to no, sit back? Costa sat back right in his range and was just waiting to get kicked. You're and you're giving nothing. You're giving Victoria a lot of credit. Way too you're much giving credit. him a lot of credit to have a very good game plan. No, my yeah, my whole point is once. that I I don't think that he Vittori won't can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he's capable of that, which is why I'm not betting Vittori in this spot, even though I would very much like to bet against Thin Izzy again. Um, it, I yeah, think we all did last time. I think we all had some yawn, which is, which is pretty nuts. I was big on yawn in that fight. Yeah, the I, I don't think we're going to see a uh, plus a thousand decision prop against Izzy again for for quite a while. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that was fun, but I, I just don't think that Vittori has it in him to not rush forward. And, and as soon as he rushes forward, he's going to get clipped with shots. I think he's got the chin to survive. You know, the the one thing that we saw in their first fight is that. You know, the third round was where he had the most success. So I, I don't agree with you guys about the fourth round, fifth round stoppage sort of thing. Uh, I think that Izzy's going to be just as patient as he always is. He's going to win the first few rounds by, you know, counter-striking and, and tagging Vittori up as he rushes in, his chin's exposed. Maybe he gets a finish. I don't think so because it, it seems like Vittori is really quite tough. Uh, so I, I've got Izzy taking a decision here. And I think Vittori can probably win a round or two here or there. I just don't think he's going to be able to do it for three out of the five rounds. So I don't expect it to be the greatest fight, but the dumber Vittori is, the more fight, more fun the fight is going to be. And as we've discussed, Vittori is a pretty dumb guy. Very dumb. Very dumb. Yeah, I... <laughs> I hate Adesanya. I think everyone knows he's my least favorite fighter <laughs> in the UFC. Um, God, I I hate everything about him. There's no qual. There's no likable qualities with that guy. Um, with with that said, Vittori's not very good. He's if, if talk about an easy. Is there an was there an easier possible road to a title shot than Marvin Vittori? Like you guys said, he, he skipped all the good guys. Not only that, like after he was. He was like looking at possibly being cut when he fought Mutanch. Like at that point, right? Like he had he lost the shoe face. He he didn't beat Akhmedov. He loses to Adesanya. He never finishes fights. And then he fought a bunch of losers uh, for the most part. And he gets a title shot beating Kevin Holland. Great way to go! Yeah. Like what, Kevin Holland, short notice right after he lost. Like how fun! 
Um, and I think Vittori, I think to beat, I don't think you're going to outpoint Izzy on the feet. You have to be able to take him down and lay on him like, like Jan does, or you're going to have to catch him. And I think at 185, I don't think we're going to see a lot of guys that can just take him down and stay on top and hold him down for 25 minutes of a fight. And, you know, to your point, if you, Brad, if you, if you're over aggressive with Izzy, that's what he wants. He's counter striker. He's going to counter you. He's going to clip you. And I think after losing uh, to Jan, like he did, I feel like he's going to have Izzy is going to have a very safe counter striking type of game plan. And I, his takedown defense is a lot, is going to be a lot better at 185 again, obviously, but I think he probably worked on a lot in his takedown defense and worked in things. And, People keep acting like Marvin Vittori is some great wrestler. Marvin <laughs> Vittori is average at best at wrestling. Um, so as much as I would want to bet on Vittori here uh, and uh, see Adesanya lose again, I don't see it happening. I, I think Adesanya is going to win this one. I don't know who. I don't know who's going to take the belt for Izzy. Uh, I can't wait for it. I I'm done with this guy. Nothing, nothing likable here. Just a giant loser, that Adesanya. I, I bet he's the guy – I bet he had no friends growing up through school, through everything, nothing. Guy's just a just solid loser. Um, but I think he wins this fight. So I'll take Adesanya there. Um, I, 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 I don't think I'll bet on it. That's just too too depressing. Um, but that will do it for this week's show. Uh, great card, though. Um, the card's great. There, there's a lot of good fights. you got to get through some – got to – Wade through the waters on the early prelims, but once you get into the main prelims on ESPN all the way through, it's a it's a pretty solid card. And um, next week doesn't look great, um, so go. There's a couple of good fights, but go ahead and savor it uh, this week's card because next week we're going back to normal. But any final words from you guys before we wrap for the night? I'm just impressed that we got through a recap and a 14 fight card in an hour and 45 minutes, like. Pretty good. Kudos to us. Yeah. Way to go. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. I hope everyone enjoys the fights. And uh, yeah, Adesanya's a piece of garbage. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Fair <laughs> juke. <laughs>